Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the B&B Podcast. This is episode 104. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm your host, Brody. And he's back, guys. I am back. back. He's been gone for two ep- two whole episodes. Been real, real talkative, actually. I was going to say quiet, but you are quiet, so. Oh? There's been lots of dialogue, because it's not, it, you know... If it was a guest episode, it'd just be Brody sitting in the background. Yeah, exactly. So, really, we didn't... <laughs> I didn't you didn't miss much. much. <laughs> um, but no, hopefully you did join the... Uh, join? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, join. You, hopefully you did enjoy those episodes uh, with uh, Travis and Kyle. The other one with Travis uh, was pretty decent, you know? Getting a new voice on the podcast is always nice. Um, uh, I, I enjoy... Whenever we bring someone new on, uh, it's cool to get that dialogue going that you might not get with them normally. Um, and then the one with Kyle, which you hopefully will have heard by now. Chaotic. Um, unbridled chaos, anarchy, and disorganization. That is, Those are going to be the tags for that podcast. Because <laughs> that is all I can use to describe them. It was a fun one to record. It always is with Kyle. Um, and yeah. It, hopefully you guys enjoyed that, but we are back with just the two of us today. Just the two of us. Don't don't look at me like that. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can feel it. I can feel the daggers <laughs> from across the house. Just staring through the walls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess a little update for you guys. By the time you hear this, um, oh god, what's it? It's gonna be, yeah, we'll be pretty much. by the time they hear this. I think by the time they hear this, it'll be party weekend. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to update you guys, we found a place. I don't know if I even mentioned that in the last couple episodes. But we did find a place. We did the final walkthrough today, signed our life away once again. Um, it is a bit smaller, but you know, it's better for us so that we can save up and eventually, you know, find a better place for us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're busy doing that. Um, busy just with life, packing, getting things organized. So, you know, working on the podcast stuff, uh, getting things ahead of schedules has been my focus for the last couple weeks. Uh, I've had to take some time off streaming and Brody as well. So hopefully once we're in the new place, we can start up with that again. Because I just figure it's going to be way too busy for us to start streaming again anyways. So yeah, the yeah once we move in, you know, we're both hoping to come back swinging into the into the stream game. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that's that's kind of all that's really update worthy. Um, before I did wanna before we got into our our topic here though I did want to tell some stories in the past few week or in the past week that I haven't been able to tell uh, I did tell Brody a couple of these stories but um thought I'd recant them for you guys let's do it yeah so it was a it was a decently warm um Friday morning I had just gotten back from a doctor's appointment and um we went to Tim Hortons I went to Tim Hortons um and you know waiting in line whatever it's quite busy all of a sudden there's this pasty white bitch with her fucking big ass sunglasses and shitty attitude she's standing in line she just uh all i hear from you know i can hear it 
No, it's quite far away. All I hear is, I have been here for 40 minutes, and I still don't have my drink. She spoke like that, too. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Boy. Um, And so, finally, she gets her drink, and then she looks at whoever gave her the drink, and she's like, this is ridiculous. And she storms out and swings the door shut. And I was trying not to laugh, but literally, I don't. I think not even a minute had passed, and she walked back in. This is coffee. I ordered a tea. I can smell it's not tea. And she puts it back on the counter, and then they make her another drink. Um, and then finally, she leaves. But you know, I get it. Forty minutes, kind of ridiculous time to wait. Um, but at the same time, like they're busy. Like you, and that's one thing that I've always kind of. Um, taken into consideration as I've been there. I've been in the situation on both sides. You know, busy as fuck. Sometimes a customer doesn't get what they want right away. And then I've been on the other side where, okay, this is getting ridiculous. Like, why am I waiting this long? So, I mean, I feel like both of them are kind of at fault for that. Um, But that was just... Yeah. So, for people who think that everyone in Canada is nice, um, I hate to break it to you. We're definitely not. Not in the slightest. Yeah, that was probably my favorite uh, interaction this week. That was fun. Yeah. And then today when we went to go look at the place, uh, some one of our new neighbors uh, went on a <laughs> couple rants to us. I, I tuned half of it out halfway through because he started spouting some crazy shit. So I sat down, but I think Brody had a nice conversation with him. I mean, besides the fact that I was like, uh-huh, yeah, yes, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. I I heard maybe, like, ten words from the guy, even when we talked for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. I had an interaction like that at work, though, because there was this old lady, and she wanted some paint, so I was mixing up some paint for her. And she just starts spouting just crazy garbage, you know? The vaccine isn't approved by the FDA, and I don't know what they put in it, and masks are just... They're just suppressing us and, you know, we don't know what's in it and we're just towing the line and all this vaccine shit is bullshit. And I'm like, uh-huh, yep, mm-hmm, okay. So I'm like, lady, it's it's 10 in, 10 in the morning. Um, I'm not awake, nor do I want to be here. Um, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, human interactions are weird. You know, like sometimes you just meet people out in the wild, out in the wild, wild west of Alberta, Canada, and you just shake your head. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't have a good segue for this, but today's topic is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't know where I was going with that, no, but today's topic I kind of brought to Brody a couple weeks ago now, because mm-hmm. um, I had a dream not Martin Luther King dream, but I did have a dream. <laughs> Different kind of dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably one that's not as important. Um, <laughs> but no, I had a dream the one night, and it was very strange. Uh, in the dream, I went to bed. And then when I woke up, I was 10 years into the future. Um, it was very strange because, uh, like, you know, I had no idea what was going on. You know, like, people that I was friends with her like my family members they might have passed i think a few of them did in the dream um or they moved away and like it was just completely different because i woke up like nothing had changed in the past 10 years like <laughs> like i was like yeah okay you know covid yeah there's no covid it was just normal life again but it was just weird 
because everyone had moved on. And I think that's like, I guess where we can start is like, what, what would you do if the whole world had moved on 10, 20 years and you had no recollection of it and you were pretty much just stuck in the year 2021 in your mind, obviously not real life, but what's the first thing I would do. Yeah. Like, what would you do? Like if you woke up and like you slowly started to realize that, Hey, I'm actually 10 years into the future right now. See, I'd probably try and figure out like where my life is. So like, I must've got lost somewhere. Like try and like figure out, okay, do I have a house? Like, where do I live? What do I do? Like, you got to kind of figure out the basics, like figure out who the mm-hmm. fuck you are mm-hmm. in like at this point in time. So you don't want to go off running around, like freaking everyone out just in case you're some like big, important person. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Where are we? Why do you just start yelling random things in yeah. the streets? See, I feel like... Yeah. It... Oh, go ahead. Like, I feel like that'd be the best thing to do is get a basis of, like, figure out where you live and go back and, like, figure out, you know, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a wife? Do you have kids yet? Like, Those gotta figure out... questions. Gotta figure out who you are is, like, the first thing, you know? I feel like it's a bit... um like at least for my dream it was a bit different because it was almost like it wasn't like a memory loss thing it was like i was permanently stuck like believing it was 2021 i have no recollection of it. so it's not like i lived through the 10 years or whatever it was it was just like oh. i woke up and it's 10 years in the future that's kind of what i what i was so like say we get cryo slept for the next 20 years pretty much yeah oh, okay see that'd be even worse i know that's like, what i mean you would have no idea, like, you probably, you wouldn't have a house anymore, you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have, like, a wife or kids anymore if you had them beforehand, no. you wouldn't have any vehicles, like, you'd have to, more or less, like, yeah, start over. Well, and, like, I don't know how, like, it, it also depends, because, like, if it is, like, a, maybe it's an accident, and you're, um, I guess you could be in a coma for ten years, I mean, I don't know how long they really keep people in comas, but... Like, you really would have to just start over, basically. But, like, in this dream, um, I don't think, I don't think, like, barely any of our friends were still here. I think they all moved away or whatever. I had a few family members pass. But I was just, like, in a state of, what the fuck do I do? Because, honestly, I don't know where I'd start. I'd probably reach out to family members and be like, hey, I'm not dead or whatever. Because who knows? Like, they might think you just died. Like... Maybe you got in an accident in like another country or whatever for some reason, and they just kept you on life support there, and you know no yeah. one notified your family. Like I could think you're dead, and that's like another thing. Like how the fuck do you break to people? Hey, I'm here. I don't know anything that happened in the last ten years, but I'm here. Yeah. You go up to like your ex-wife and be like, "Hey, sorry, I've been gone for twenty years. Yeah. You know what happened? Like that kind of throw anyone through a fucking loop." Like, yeah, we had a funeral for you and everything. Like, we sold all your belongings. You're just, you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah, sorry, all your worldly possessions are gone. Your yeah. dog shot. Your house burned down. Your wife mm-hmm. dead. You know, just. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, it, it kind of reminds me of Castaway in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Because, like. He was on that island for, I don't know, it was a few years, wasn't it? It's quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's only a couple of years. Like, you know, people move on. Like, I don't want to say people move on quick. I guess it depends on the person. But 
like people kind of want to get over that and then move on because like you don't want to stay stuck in like stuck in the past i guess yeah and like exactly and like i don't think people realize 10 years is a long time like a mm-hmm. decade is a long time and you know it might feel short in the moment but um like i don't i don't even remember 2011 i really don't i don't even know what was going on then like so like that's how quickly the like the mind just was like okay well that that year's done let's move on and like you might have memories still but it's not as easy to recall as say yesterday yeah like your br- like i don't know how you you might be able to weigh in on this but like don't like memories that aren't um excuse me aren't as like important or prevalent to you don't they kind of get like replaced with like newer memories so the way memory kind of works is it's like a filing system so whenever you form a memory it's put into this um filing cabinet and the way that you actually remember things is by remembering when you remembered them. Okay, Keith, stay with me here, okay? So, okay. So say, you know, we went to Hailstorm, right? Yeah. So that memory was formed when we were there. And then when we, like, when we were done, when we went home, whatever, when we remember it, we're actually remembering the last time that we recalled that information. So every time you recall information, it brings that file to the front. So next time it's not so hard to find. So the more often you think about something, think about a memory or something, the more the easier you're able to obtain that information. Oh, okay. Psychology. I did my best to follow along with you there. Yeah. So like it's not like, you know, it replaces memories. Um it just like the more often you think about something, the more often you're gonna remember the details of things. Cause like Eventually, you're going to get to a point where we might tell a story and forget a whole bunch of details because it's mainly just the chunk of the story that's important. Yeah. So it's not so much that they're just, you know, memories are being deleted. It's just they're being they're not being remembered as much. So therefore, you're going to forget them easier. Yeah, so that 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 makes more sense than mm-hmm. just oh poof that memory's completely gone. Yeah, that would that would suck. Could you imagine? Just one day you wake up and be like, hmm, all those memories I had in Mexico are just vanished. Mm-hmm. Because you got to think like people with um, eidetic memories and photographic memories, they remember everything, but that's just because their brain's wired differently. It processes information differently so that they don't forget. Yeah. With um, but with like people without eidetic memories or just um, normal episodic memories, like you gotta go back and re- and that's why I always say like the podcast is a good thing for that because like if we end up both living till eighty, maybe um, you know, we can always go back and listen to these things and be like, oh yeah, that happened. Like we can over the years, like we can go back and be like, yeah, I remember when we, you know, brought Kyle on and we talked about fucking drugs for an hour. That was cool. <laughs> Um, so like, uh, that's why I always say like the podcast is cool for that because you can kind of go back and relive memories through audio formats. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Look at that. You learned me something today. I did teach him Brody about the brain one day at a time. Yes. Episode number two, teaching me about brain. Yeah. Episode three, we'll do a dissection. You can dissect my brain. It's okay. Yeah. 
You won't learn anything, but it's okay. But the class will. <laughs> the class, yes. Yes. Um, I don't know what I would do. Like, obviously, my dream played out differently. Like, I, I kind of try to pick up the pieces. But I feel like you're in a situation where you have a couple options. You can roll with the punches and try and restart your life where you are. Or, fuck it. You already lost 10 years. Why not just go and make a life somewhere else? Like, unless there's something tying you to, like, the place that you're in, like, what's the point of sticking around? Like, you could just leave. Start life somewhere completely different. Yeah. Like, you're pretty much starting new anyways. You might as well pick somewhere else and start new there. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, who knows what's going to happen in 10 years? Because, like, right now, like, like I've said in the past, like, the world's not really in a great place. Like, who knows? There might be, like, a fucking world war in 10 years. Like, we don't know. And what if that's the case? Like, then you're thrust into this world where it's just, like, survive. Yeah, like, that's... I don't know. I feel like if I woke up and had no idea what the hell fuck happened for the past 10 years, I would leave the city, and it'd hard to be, okay, okay, bye. Yeah. Like, you'd have... Like you said, there's really nothing holding us here. Like even mm. as is, we could just up and move. Like, there's not much yeah. holding us here. Not that we want to move like across the world away from our families, but mm-hmm. like that's yeah, what. I... What? Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> but yeah, no, I would definitely if I had if I you know figured out like what happened in the last ten years and figured I have nothing tying me to. Say we live in fucking Montreal for whatever reason, at the at that said time, and nothing's tying me there. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. Starting my life in Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah, somewhere cold. Yeah, and I feel like most of why like why people are where they are is situational. I mean, for most people, like middle class to like working class, whatever. Like, honestly, I don't. For a lot of people, I don't think that's where they want to be. And, like, if you were free of any, like, responsibilities and attachments in the 10 years that you've been gone, like, you literally could do whatever you want. I mean, within reason, obviously, you might not have much, but, I mean, nothing's tying you here. Like, for us, like, our families are our main tie here and, yeah. like, um, jobs and stuff like that and friendships. Otherwise, like, there's not really, like... I feel like if you're in a city where there's a lot of opportunity, it'd be one thing, but where Brody and I live, eh, it's not very much. <laughs> not overly, no. We don't live in a big city center like Calgary or Edmonton, Toronto, um, Vancouver. We don't live in anywhere like with opportunities like that. That's why I've always joked, semi-joked, I guess, in the past about like, moving to L.A. or something, because like, where my life is headed, I can see it going towards a content creation stance. So, like, you know, I wake up in 10 years, no idea what's happening. Maybe my family and friends have moved on. Moved to LA. Moved to California. Yeah. Do something you've always wanted to do. Like, Mm -hmm. you'd have that opportunity, which I don't think you would really ever happen in a normal situation in life where you just have, like, a full reset like that. Yeah. Unless you fake your death, but that's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a little extreme sometimes. Yeah, and I feel like just talking about situations like this really puts things in perspective. Like, honestly, if we wanted to make this, like, make 
that happen, like say we did want to move out of the country or whatever, we could. Like people have done it before and people continue to do it, move away from their family or friends, whatever. They make a new life for themselves. Like it's obtainable, but I feel like the opportunity is not really, I mean, it's there, but it's harder to f- see through all like, you know, life responsibilities and stuff. Cause the way society is like you work, you work, you work, you work. And then you never really think about, Hmm, I really wish I did that until it's too late. Yeah, exactly. Like after high school, there's someone that was, I think it was a couple of grad classes after me. Um, she literally left here and went to Texas and became a successful model, but that's besides the point. But yeah, she literally just up and left. All of her family's here. Her boyfriend was here, and just, just gone. Yeah, like some people, some people can do that. Some people can just get up one day and be like, "I'm done. I'm done here. Like I don't see anything else here." And they move somewhere where there's more opportunity. And yeah, I've always said if you know the healthcare was better and. There wasn't so many problems with living in the States. I'd love to like move to New York City or move to California. Um, you know, maybe that's a dream one day, um, hopefully. But um, I, I do feel like whether it's, you know, cryo sleep or coma or even like a near-death experience to wake someone up, like I feel like they don't um, they don't value the fact that they could do that on their own anyways. Yeah, like that's peeps. I feel like some people are like scared to like uproot everything they have in like a small city, like in the city they grew up with, grew up in. They went to school there. Their parents are there. People are scared to like uproot their lives and just go somewhere else that'd be better for them. Mm-hmm. Like, not many people have the know how or. I guess I shouldn't say like balls to do it because I know a lot of females do it, but people don't have the willpower, I guess. They don't want to get halfway there and be like, oh, I'm homesick, want to go back. Like, if you're doing it, you can't, you just half ass it. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, and I think it's mainly change, right? Change can be scary for so many people. And um, especially if you have like old school values, like some people do here in Alberta, like family and friends and everything being in the most important thing but like you know sometimes you're in a situation where maybe it just feels like you're in a dead-end situation and change would be a good thing but you're so Mm -hmm. scared of that possibility of failure that you're not going to go do it i think yeah not without going too far off topic but that is a very that could be a very big topic we could talk about is people being scared of failure and not wanting to experience things in life because they're scared something's going to go wrong mm-hmm. and they're going to fail. But that's, that is a big thing. Like after high school, um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go back to college because I was never very successful in school. Like I wasn't a very good student, all this stuff. But I did it. I went and I didn't take anything like academically stressing or academic pretty much at all, I guess. Um, like I went and did my biomixology and I went and did it because it's something I've always wanted to do. I've loved uh, like mixing drinks and all that stuff since I was young. Um, well, I can't say young because it sounds really bad. But when I was in high school ish and I went and bit the bullet and I did it, I moved to Cal. Uh, I can say Calgary it doesn't really much fucking matter. Or we can bleep it up to you. Like, move to the next city over and 
I was there for a couple of months, did my own thing, you know, did the whole college partying thing, had fun there and it never ended up working out, which unfortunate, but I got to experience something new, like living in a new city, being around new people, being away from my family for longer than I have in a long time. And I feel like it's something I could do for sure. Not that my family want to hear that, that I'd move away from them, but I feel like I definitely could do it and not have to worry about, oh, I can't do this and, like, want to backtrack. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one thing that's always been on my mind. Like I said, I've been half-joking about moving to L.A. or New York, whatever, for a while. But, I mean, I don't know. I I just, like, the only, honestly, the only thing that's keeping me here is, like, family. And, like, I know they'd get over it eventually, whatever. It'd be sad. You know, I could come and visit once in a while. But, um... I don't know. I don't really know what's keeping me. I guess just, again, the fear of change and stuff. Um, and, like, you know, I, I have a you know, nephew here, and I'd like to get to, like, know him and stuff before I, you know, move across the fucking continent, pretty much. Um, but, like, it is definitely, you know, I'd say it's a goal for me, you know, to find somewhere good for content and good for building that kind of um career for myself whether it's you know streaming or not because like i would just be i would just love to be in a like even like a team or community that's creating content in in like a hub like that that's yeah that's always been one thing of mine is whether it's like a gaming team or like a streaming team or mm-hmm. just a community of like content creators like i've always wanted to like have a house where you can have like a bunch of like-minded people together mm-hmm. so you can like have gaming tournaments you could have like a streaming convention thing like that's one thing i've always wanted and like yeah. that's probably not realistic here yeah. I, it, it could be don't get me wrong um, but I feel like, like a gaming house, you definitely want somewhere that has better opportunities, better internet, shit like that. Yeah. That's why, like, I, I definitely, um, respect and look up to, like, um, groups like that. Like, I always talk about the Misfits, they're a big group in Australia now, and they've, like, really paved the way for that kind of content, too. Like, um, they're quote-unquote scuffed content um and i look up to like their content ideas and they like inspire me a lot so even like australia or new zealand or somewhere like that that'd be cool to just kind of you know get a group of people all drop somewhere find a place together i think it'd be really cool yeah that's for sure that's what we do in 10 years when we wake up from a coma yeah when get we a game have no rec- we have no recollection of you know if we have family or friends we'll just find each other yeah. And like don't get me wrong, I think I'd still reach out to my family and friends or whatever and be like, you know, listen, it might but it might have been hard for you guys, but at the end of the day, I have to do what's best for me now. I have no idea what the fuck's happened in the last ten years. Nothing that happened in the last ten years matters to me really. It doesn't affect me. Um, I'm gonna go make my own way. And honestly, I feel like not to sound callous or cruel or anything, but like they've lived ten years without you. I mean, you move away, like, it's not like anything's changed for them other than they know you're still alive. Yeah, and they should honestly, that'd be something that they would be happy about, is knowing that you're alive, and most friends or family would understand that you want 
to go somewhere that you can better yourself mm-hmm. or somewhere that'll have a better opportunity for you. Yeah. I feel like that at the end of the day, that's that's the most important thing is just making sure you're doing what you want to do. And I guess a takeaway from this could be just um, do what you want before you regret it. Because like yeah. when you start living with your regrets and like especially I know like older people at the end of their life who just sit around like thinking about everything they should have done. It's, it's terrible. It's like it's a terrible thing to see and it's a terrible thing to go through, I'm sure. So the less regrets you have in life, the better. And if it means, you know, you're possibly causing some harm to people around you, you know, they'll get over it, especially if they're your family and they're like. They're close to you, whether it's friends or family, because like we've said in the past, you know, friends are family. Yeah. Um, you know, they they understand. They'd have to get over it eventually. Um, so, like, I guess just do what's best for you so you don't have to imagine these situations. Because, like, I don't know what drugs I was on in my sleep when I when I had this dream. Um, <laughs> but but I don't know. It was just a complete. It was I. It, it got me thinking and like that's what happens with some of my dreams uh, and you know sometimes i'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like okay i gotta write that down that's a good podcast discussion like we can turn this into a conversation and like you can spout on random you know tangents about moving into gamer houses but like you know it just got me thinking what the hell would happen in 10 years you know you wake up you don't remember anything like it, it's just one of those situations that you don't want to find yourself in, but you're kind of morbidly curious. No doubt. Sorry, I had to yell at someone in game. Hmm. But like, I do sometimes think about these things. It's like, what is going to happen in 10 years? Like, B&B going to be around for 10 years? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, you know, like like I said, this this podcast thing... Do I want it to end? Not really. I mean, I enjoy it, and I think we both enjoy the aspect of this content creation and just getting our thoughts out there and just having a record of what we've talked about, but I think both of us aren't um, ignorant to the fact it's not going to last forever. Yeah, like you, you definitely can't be. In content creation, you have to understand that times change, people change. You can't be stuck to one thing. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to adapt to other things and elements yeah. of content creation and like even the biggest like streamers youtube creators they're aware that time is on these platforms are, f- are finite especially with the way things are going with those platforms like it's not gonna be sustained or sustained no sustainable that's the word yeah it's not gonna Maybe be su- it's not going to be sustainable for like ever, right? Because like eventually the well is going to dry out, the metaphorical well is going to dry out, and like that's the day I'm not looking forward to the podcast is when we stretch content, where we're yeah. forcing content, and like right now we've got a decent amount of topics, probably over a year of topics here, and I think they're good. I think they're good topics. Plus, we can add more once we are able to do more stuff uh, out of COVID. But oh, yeah. The fact of the matter is, nothing lasts forever, so your dreams aren't going to be out there forever. I mean, that's just, that's kind of like a harsh truth, I guess. So if you don't go looking, it's not going to, they're not going to come looking for you. You're going to have to go and put the work in to get what you want. Because, you know, one day, it's not going to be there. It's not. It's just going to, it's going to pass you by, and you're not going to be able to achieve what you want. And 
whether it's you know whether it's in 10 years whether it's next year i mean a lot can happen and um yeah. we shouldn't just sit on the sidelines and wait for things to happen so that got deep Again. I was gonna say that got very fucking deep. <laughs> Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> I always Ugh. go down this road. Uh, but I mean, it's true. That's true. the way you know it's genuine. Yeah. Once it gets deep. Yeah. More and more, this podcast is getting deep. By the time we're done, this podcast we'll be crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode just starts yeah. sobbing. <laughs> We went to a concert and it was so good. <laughs> oh fuck! But no. Um, do you have anything else to say on this? Been about half an hour. Be a bit um, of a shorter one, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we've got episode coverage for the rest of the month because we will be busy moving. Um, we're looking very forward to when things start to open up again. We're finally able to sit in restaurants again. Um, hopefully things get under control so that we can start living our lives again. And like I said, um, chasing our dreams, I guess, because that's another thing. COVID really did kind of shit on everyone's dreams and everyone's plans. So you never know when something like COVID can happen because like covid can honestly just be summed up as like this a metaphorical um roadblock because mm -hmm. you don't know when the next quote-unquote covid19 is going to happen or the next roadblock is going to happen so that's why i think hopefully when people are finally you know free of this plague that's been devastating everywhere you know hopefully people will wake up and realize you know what they took for advantage took advantage of and um you know start living different i guess living better maybe yeah people will become woke but not fake woke yeah real woke yeah wake up you've been in a coma for 10 years wake up could you imagine if <laughs> someone hearing this just woke up from a coma 10 years in the future wouldn't that be an absolute mind fuck that would be wild or, like, no. someone's playing this episode and one of us wakes up in a hospital bed. Yeah. Wake up. The accident wasn't your fault. It's been ten years. The simulation crashed. Wake up. Everything's changed. You're in a dystopian future. Your life depends on it. <laughs> Dope. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, we have plans for the future, like I keep saying. Um, things are starting to open up again here, so I'm just hoping that it continues to go well and doesn't backslide again uh if you do live in alberta please get your vaccine so we can go do things again um i miss doing things like, yeah, half, the, like half the time the most the most i've been out is going across the city for doctor's appointments and like going to get stuff for the new place so yeah. i'm 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 kind of sick of it and i would rather go out and like go grab some wings or something at the bar or you know, oh, we used to do that every week. Yeah. If nothing else, we just go fucking sit there and hang out. Yeah. So. Been a, been a long couple of years, so hopefully things get back to back to semi-normal soon. And, you know. Then we, we're, then we can have some good stories for yes. on here. I'm excited. 
I've been say I've been I even said that with the episode Travis. I think content has been so dry, and you know, I, I, ever since I started this, kind of just been looking for content ideas. And I had so many plans, like whether it was the camping trips or the escape rooms or whatever. Like there were so many plans, and it just got all shut down. So just being able to see the light, I guess, at the end of the the dark tunnel we've been in for a year and a half. It's nice. It's nice to see that, you know, we can actually go and do these things sometime soon. Yeah, exactly. So if that's not an indicator to stick around, well, uh, uh, fuck it, I guess. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, but no, hopefully you guys stick through, uh, stick through with us um, everything that we're planning and just the future of B&B, the future of content creation from both, both of us. Um, we do appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, guests will be hopefully every month. Um, we'll have to see once we get all organized into the new place. We do have an episode coming up with Colton, hopefully soon. Get to tell part two of all our stories. Hopefully Brody can join us for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of all we got. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed. And now Brody will tell you where you can find us on social media. Yeah, much like Brandon probably edited out of the other episodes. Um, I actually know what I say in the outro. I fucking know. <laughs> okay. um, but the main three that we use for our socials are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, we need to use them more. We're trying to get better at it. We'll get back to you soon on that. Um, other than that, uh, different ways to listen to us, as always. Spotify, Apple, and Google Music, and through Anchor FM and their listening, um, different listening outlets. Other than that, a few other platforms we're on. We're on Patreon, if you want to donate to us. Redbubble, if you'd like some merch. That'd be cool. See people repping us around town. You know, we still need to buy some shirts. We'll get around to it. Um, buy our own merch. Yeah, I should buy it. Exactly. Um... Other other than that, me and Brandon both will be streaming on Twitch once things get settled in the new house and it's not very stressful. Um, Brandon is at uh, twitch.tv slash canadianwalker13 and mine is twitch.tv slash brodyty. Hopefully sooner rather than later we will be back to making content on Twitch for everyone. Big pogs. Biggest of pogs. <laughs> You know, keep supporting us. Keep keep giving us those listens. Uh, sharing sharing's really big. Um, so yeah, go to those social media platforms. Find us. Share us. Give us a review. On oh God, you can review Yelp. us on Apple. <laughs> Google, give us a Yelp, give us a review. Yelp review. Um, or on Facebook, I think you can also review. So yeah, yeah, just word of mouth sharing on social media. That's the biggest thing you guys can do for us. But uh, thank you for the support. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye now.